Welcome, Vermeer. I'm Zach. This is Valen. We are the Vermeer sales training team. Yeah, welcome. We're excited to, to get started and kind of go through a whole series of sales. In the past, we've done product WebEx broadcasts. You've sure, I'm sure you've seen us on those. Um, but we had a request to get more into sales skills. Not just product talk. I mean, there is a lot of product talk out there. And we, we've done, we thought, a good job of giving you guys a lot of information, specs, product, what's new, competitive stuff sometimes. But uh, this show is going to be a little different. Uh, we've had a lot of requests from some of your sales managers, some of the, uh, the owners and principals about how do we develop our salespeople to give them the tools that they need when they're actually out in the trenches in those sales conversations in that immediate time where maybe they don't know what piece of equipment to offer yet. Uh, a customer could have a lot of different needs. And how do we discover those needs? How do we talk with our customers through those conversations when product doesn't necessarily matter. Yeah. And even more so, so not just taking product out of that and working on the sales, but a lot of these topics are going to be self-discovery um, and help you become a better salesperson no matter where you are on your sales journey. So if you're a brand new salesperson here at Vermeer, you've been here five years, 10 years, maybe you're in a life cycle, maybe, you know, parts. Uh, so you know, it's kind of for everyone. Yeah. These little tidbits will help everybody. I think along, uh, along their journey depends on what your level is there at the dealership. Uh, I know we get those, uh, those hot words every once in a while we talk about soft skills, you know, everybody like, Oh, we need more soft skills training. Well, I think, and we have decided, I think that's what they really need are those little sales tidbits, you know, planning your day, things like that. How do you talk to a customer, discovering what their needs are, asking the right questions, you know, asking for the business. Uh, some of the things that, Sometimes salespeople and, and Valen and I have both been in those positions have really struggled with uh, over the years. And the people that have come through the factory and we've talked to in our classes over the years, they, they really do have those sticking points. So hopefully uh, we'll give you a couple of tidbits that you can take and use in every day in your sales job. And even if they're not weaknesses, I know that, you know, in sales, when you practice those basics, you become a better salesperson, which in the end, mastering those basics so that you become a more you know, eloquent salesperson throughout the process translates into more dollars or more sales, more dollars in your pocket. So that's what we're here for is to kind of polish you up and give you an edge here. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I know Valen told me this a long time ago and, and it really rang true that, that we want to make you really good salespeople, not just for mere salespeople, but we want to make you so you could sell anything at any time if you had to. And I think if you had those skills, that'll just benefit you. It'll benefit the dealership and it'll benefit us here at the factory. Yeah. And so I think that leads into our topic today, which is setting goals because you can have every intention of being a great salesperson and wanting to, to get your name on the board here at Vermeer Pella. But if you don't have a goal to get there, you're never going to get there. Right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, people always say, yeah, I've got goals. Like, really? What are they? You know, what, what, what are your goals? You know, what, what do you want to achieve? I know we talked a lot in some of the other sales broadcasts about, you know, what gets you out of bed, what's really motivating you. You can have your big goals for the year. So that's how I used to do it. Like, what is my big goal for the year? And when I sold, I sold insurance and there was always at the end of the year, if you sold so much insurance, there was always a trip that you got to go on, which always was my goal to make that trip. But in order to make that trip, I had to have smaller goals throughout the year. Um, maybe they weren't all dollar signs or, you know, for Vermeer, it may not be, you have to sell so many machines, but it was also 
kind of more self-discovery goals as well. So not only am I making so many approaches per month, you know, which translates into so many uh, meetings with decision makers, but what am I doing for myself also personal development? So I think it's a good to have a balance of those goals. Sure. sure. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of times goals, you know, a person will tell you, yeah, I got goals. I want to be rich or I want a new truck. Well, how are you going to get there? You know, and that, that's something you really have to think about. And, and we're going to challenge you folks out there listening to this today is, is to really sit down and, and spend some time. I mean, you don't have to spend a week long, maybe, but spend some time when you're in your truck or you're sitting there in the evening, you know, just finishing up some business of the day and think about what, what are you wanting to achieve? You know, what is the goal? What's the end goal? What's, what's at the end? And, and you can say, yeah, I want to be rich. Or I, I want this. I want that. How are you going to do it? And I think when you can sharpen those goals down and clearly define how to do it, I think everybody's going to be more successful. Well, and sales is, it's a tough world to be in, right? Um, I mean, there's a reason that not everybody's in it, you know? And I think when you have those, your big goal, and then people call them smart goals, you know, they're, they're measurable, they're attainable. It helps you kind of in those defeatable moments where you've gone three weeks and have heard no, 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 no. And those sale you thought was going to go through didn't go through. And if you have those smaller obtainable goals and you celebrate those wins throughout it, it makes getting to that bigger goal easier and less defeating as you ride those high, there's high highs and there's low lows in sales. You're exactly right. Yeah. A lot of times in you folks listening today kind of understand that there is feast or famine, uh, sometimes in, in, in sales. I mean, sometimes you have great months, sometimes you have terrible months and you kind of have to kind of have to make sure everything balances out in order for you to achieve those things. And, and that's why I think it's important to really write down what your goal is going to look like. Yeah. Would you agree with that? Yeah. And I think that is something that people, I don't know if it's a self-conscious thing, but I mean, there's been studies that have been done that if you write your goal down, write it on a piece of paper. Um, I used to do one of two things, sometimes both bathroom mirror with a dry erase marker. I almost said Sharpie. Don't use Sharpie. Um, but uh, dry erase marker on the bathroom window so, or mirror. So as you're getting ready in the morning, that's where it at, is at. But honestly, the thought or the place that I put it, that it registered the most to me was on my sun visor in my car. Because that is when you're having those hard moments of you're going in, you're trying to set these meetings, you're being told no, or someone's pushing you off because they're not ready. Come back in a couple weeks and you're sitting there and you pull that visor down and boom, there's your goal, you know? Yeah, that's exactly right. And, you know, if, if people don't have those, I, I've got a quote here. It says, goals not written down and looked at daily are just a wish, you know, and, and we've heard that several times and we've, we've talked about this in some of the other sales meetings and things that we've had, but I don't understand why people just don't write down their goals. And I, if you have them in your head, then I, th I don't think if there's not a specific goal to achieve, you may get off your path. Absolutely. And I think that's, you know, we, you know, we touched on a little bit, you have your big goal, break it down because it's easier to see when you are going off a little bit. You know, if my goal is to sell, uh, six machines a year, well, what does that, that look like? What are, what are the, what is a seasonality? I mean, selling a brush chipper in December may not be as easy as selling it in the, the spring and fall when people are out there taking care of their lawn. So when am I going to sell those machines? I need to sit down. I need to figure out when I'm going to do it. Okay. In order to sell that machine, I'm going to sell so many this quarter. Okay. Well, how many stops, how many business owners do I need to get in front of? So work it 
backwards. I want to sell X machines this year. All right. In order to do that, I plan to sell this many this quarter, this many this quarter, and back it up even more. <laughs> I know what is my numbers? What is my closing percentage? If you don't know that, we'll figure it out. But you need to know how many business owners you had to get in front of, how many cold calls you had to get. Uh, so break, break it down. Yeah, it's really develop that plan, you know, and, and set goals to achieve that plan per quarter. Like you said, if we have to sell so many machines a year uh, in order for you to reach a goal, well, how many does that take to sell per quarter, per month? You know, and, and if you get behind, what are the reasons you got behind? You know, what, what is the market starting to look like? And maybe you have to refocus your goal, you know, and, but that's okay. You can do that. But as long as you're just staying on that path and that plan, you know, so many people fail oftentimes to talk about the people, not just in machinery, but think about the people at the beginning of the year that, that set a, a New Year's Eve goal to lose weight, you know, and then all of a sudden a bunch of snow days or cold months like we've had lately uh, come around. And then all of a sudden that the, you know, the chili on the Sunday watching football, you know, it's two or three bowls left. And all of a sudden they've already bailed out uh, of their, their goal to lose weight because they never really had where they wanted to go. They just thought, I just want to lose weight. And, and they didn't really work towards it. And then all of a sudden they, they bail out after about two months. Yeah. Ago. And they didn't have those small steps. I mean, I've had sales that have taken me three years to get, uh, is it fun? No, but that's the reality of this. And if you aren't working your way to that, I would have never kept pushing for that sale. So, you know, for losing weight, I mean, your small goals may be like, okay, I'm going to go three times a week to the gym. I'm going to drink my gallon of water a day. Those are easily attainable goals, but it has a compound effect. And I think when we see salespeople start to new year out, everyone's super excited. You got these big goals. And when you're trying to take big bites out of something, you're, you're not, it's not going to last that long. So you got to break it down and you got to realize that, I mean, I'm not a, a super numbers person, but you know, you see those graphs that if you just do like 1% better each day than you did the day, maybe it's just one more stop, you know, a week, I'm just going to do one more stop this week than I did last week. In the end, you'll see it, but it's really hard to see the big picture of getting that goal if you're just not keeping track of it. And that, that, that brings up another point too, is like, take those in a, incremental steps. Your, your big goal, you have to have a big goal that's, that's um, what are the reasons? You know, why do we have that big goal? You know, and that's, I think, why you get specific on it, you know, and that, that helps think about that, that what's the end, you know, what does this really look like? And, and really having that, those reasons strong enough to achieve that final goal. That that's what that last stop on Friday afternoon, you know, is important. That's why making those extra calls or staying up late to make sure your CRM is filled out correctly. You know, some of those things are reasons for achieving that, that end goal. And that's why you have to be specific when you talk about your goals. Absolutely. And I think you also need to be honest with yourself. If you're going to be a top performer salesperson you have to be willing, your buddies may go out and be playing golf Friday afternoon when it's nice out. You have to stay committed. If I'm going to be that top salesperson, I have to take on that persona and mentality of a top salesperson. So you can have those you know, goals and you can have those small things, but you also have to say, okay, in order to be that top salesperson, this is also the person I have to be. Um, and that's it a is, hard thing to do. It's tough to get your head wrapped around that sometimes because- what you're doing now, unless you're the top salesperson now, what you're doing now isn't technically good enough. You know, what are you, what are you doing today that you're not the top salesperson? And I think top salespeople think that way 
even if they are the top, what, what am I, they know, I remember when I was in sales, I knew what my numbers were every day. When I woke up in the morning, I knew what my numbers were. I knew what I needed to hit. And I knew what the person behind me was. And I knew what the person in front of me was. It's a fun competition. Um, and you know, with, within our industry, reach out to those people. I mean, every, everyone can win in this industry, correct? So if someone's doing good, it reflects on Vermeer as a whole, and it makes it easier for you to sell your equipment because everyone equivocates Vermeer sales is like everybody. So if everyone's being awesome, it helps everyone make better sales. Exactly right. You're exactly right there. I don't know if there's ever, at least I haven't ever run into them in the years I've been with Vermeer, a salesperson that's been that shut down that they never want to tell their secret. You know, most, there's no secret. (laughs) Yeah. Most top salespeople will tell you exactly what they had to do to achieve it. And it did. It took a lot of hard work and it took a lot of extra time, but they knew where they wanted to go and they got there. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the thing is eye on the prize, know where you want to go. You know, nobody has success by accident. I mean, that's just kind of one of those things you may fall into a big account every once in a while and that's great. But the folks that have been up at the top consistently, there's a method to their madness and they like to do it that yeah. way. And you should ask them how they did it, but don't be surprised when you don't see them out golfing every day or, or, you know, cutting out early on Fridays or, you know, not putting that time in, in that, that those rigors, uh, they need to achieve those goals. Yeah. They know, like Valen said, they know exactly where they have to be. They're going to get there. Yeah, I bet you could call up the number one right now and say, where are you at with your numbers? Where do you want to be? And they wouldn't even have to look on a piece of paper or on their phone or whatever. Uh, they know exactly where they're going and what they need to, need to do to get there. Good salespeople have that all right in their head. And they know exactly what they're doing from day one, Monday morning, they're already out getting it done. So that's our little tidbit for the day. I hope you guys liked it. Uh, we're not going to keep you too long. Uh, tune in the next episode. Uh, we're going to talk about, uh, Mapping out your day. Mapping your day. So now we're talking about your goals. We're going to talk about how you develop that plan to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and that's just as important as, as really figuring out those goals. It's now you're going to sit, figure out how do I lay out my strategy for achieving those goals? Uh, hopefully you liked it. Uh, if, if you want some tidbits, you, you think has got some good uh, ideas for a next show, f- uh, feel free to email us. Uh, again, we're at the Premier Sales Training Team, uh, Sales of Premier. You know, I said the the main takeaway from this is write down your big goal. Don't be scared to have big goals. I don't think we tried to to share, scare you away from having big goals. I think it's good to have big goals, but just make sure that you got to be able to break them down. And you got to be honest with yourself about the work that you're going to have to put in. So put them somewhere visible, tell a friend, reach out to, hey, ch- I'll challenge you. Reach out to one of the top salespeople and tell them I'm coming for you. Reach out to your manager, show your manager, share your goals with people. That's always a good thing to do because that they help you stay accountable. Yep. You know, show people, show people what you want to do. Show your family, you know, tell people these are my goals, you know, and when you share those with folks, it kind of, it kind of gives you somebody to, uh, to motivate you a little bit. Yep. All right. Until next time.